louder. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Stronger Than Before, a Power Rangers Zeo podcast. This is the pod boss, TJ Bowser, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Mr. Cameron Lee. How's it going, TJ? Good to be back. Absolutely. So we got a doozy of an episode for you today. But first, it's time for a little slice of life. Cameron, what have you been up to, buddy? I uh, you know, kind of the same old, same old. I uh, I don't think I mentioned this last episode, but I got a uh, new 3D printer recently. Mm. Uh, I haven't had a printer for like two years or so since we moved into the new house. So um, I got this one. My wife got it for me for my anniversary, and I've just been churning out as much stuff as I can. Uh, I'm working on part of a helmet for my character God Punk right now. Uh, I made a blaster for my cosplay that I'm taking to TF on in Chicago this month. Uh, awesome. Just just made a little uh, trinket, uh, kind of looks oh. like a little tick or a spider <laughs> tracer. Um, it's a, another thing from the Insecticons uh, from the IDW comics or the Dreamwave comics pre-IDW, I guess. You're going to put an AirPod yeah. in there and become a real tracker? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I've, I've just been messing with little stuff like that and kind of having fun with it and getting it tuned in and uh, trying to... Uh, avoid working on the city car so that I don't spend a whole bunch of money on everything. <laughs> <laughs> but how about you? What have you been up to? Finalizing the Paranoia comic with you and our artists, getting that in the final stages, getting it ready for submission, doing podcast stuff, watching a lot of movies, ordering even more than I'm watching, which I'm pretty sure is part of the problem. But <laughs> I'm excited to watch Power Rangers with you today and excited to talk about this episode. And it's definitely not a ripoff of another popular 90s movie. But without further ado, it is this week's episode. And this week's episode is Rangers in the Outfield, episode six of Power Rangers Zeo. If you guys want to pull that up onto YouTube or anywhere else, you have your Power Rangers Zeo content. Pull it up and we will get ready for our watch along. Okay, Cameron, are you ready? I'm ready when you are. Okay, so without further ado, three, two, one. It's morphin' time. Man, I just saw, I've been looking for 3D models to print on uh, Etsy and Thingiverse and stuff. Uh -huh. And uh, people have been printing models for the Power Rangers uh, tabletop RPG. Yes. And some of the fig the miniatures that were released for it were the uh, Machine Empire from Forever Red, mm. which includes Shadowborg uh, as General Vengex. And I was I was so close to uh snagging a couple of those files to have a little shadow borg and a little uh uh machine empire troop i guess uh what we didn't mention is it was ranger day since uh we recorded last yes yeah and uh billy's coming back <laughs> yep yep billy zach cat and probably rocky, rocky. 
and potentially Trini's daughter. Yes. Or it's ignorance. We don't know yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unclear. <laughs> Grain of salt. As cool as it would to see Legacy Rangers. Yeah. It'd be the first crossover in a while that Jason David Frank wasn't tied to. Mm. I guess Austin St. John and one of the Dino Charge Rangers came back last season. So it's... Yes. Not the first time. Super subtle on the coloring this week. Yeah. For Tanya. Yeah. I like when they just give him like an undershirt or something. Yes. Or an accessory or something like that. That. Oh, damn. Wow. What a hand. What an arm. He must smell bad. <laughs> He's got a sixth sense for uh what, was that cat pictures. calling technically? <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it was actually cat, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why does he look like that one guy from Seinfeld? He does look like Costanza. <laughs> Jerry, that's a that's a strike. <laughs> that does. Did you know he's actually in the uh, the slasher film The Burning? I did not. Yes, but I I was just talking to somebody last weekend about all of the uh, the not spinoff spinoffs that came out of the supporting cast of Seinfeld. Yes, it's like. Each of the three non not Jerry Seinfeld actors had a series come out and none of them were actually spinoffs and none of them made it. <laughs> Speaking of that, we actually have a show to talk about that sort of stuff on now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> pilot parlay, part of the uh, lights, camera exploitation team. We cover TV show pilots failed or aired. Doesn't matter. We talk about them. You can catch that on projectladder.net or part of the LCE feed. Uh, Brody and I do that. Shameless plug while uh, the watch along's going on. Oh, yeah. No full shame. <laughs> it's just a baseball game. We've seen them. Yeah. Ah, stock footage. Hey, children's games. Now, come on. It's America's pastime. I, mean, I think it was still considered America's pastime in 96. <laughs> Did you find any uh, 3D models for uh, Ranger keys from Turbo? Yes. Mm. Yeah, there's a uh, there's a few that are like stylized a bunch. They have, I think, one like is made like for JDF. Mm. Um, yeah, I think I found some on Thingiverse. I'll let you know if I if I'm remembering correctly. I know I found the Zionizer. Someone made the Zionizer and put it on Thingiverse. Fuck yeah, yeah. The, I'd say the Key Morpher is one of the cooler parts of Turbo. Yeah, yeah. That and the Six Ranger. What is the Shadow Ranger? Uh, Turbo. Phantom. Phantom Ranger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the guy right. that they never reveal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's got a he got a lightning collection figure this year. That was a little he surprising. 
I'm wondering if they give the Centurion the RoboCop guy. Did we mention we have a full zero, uh, a full uh, Power Rangers Zio release now of uh, the Lightning Collection on here? Yeah, I yeah, because was it? It would have been two or three episodes that the last figure came out. I think. Yeah, I don't know if we actually fully mentioned it or not. And they just announced another Lost Galaxy figure. Uh, and a SPD and Dino Thunder, which would com- which will complete those teams too. What's a Lost Galaxies? Is that Ginga Man or whatever it's called? Yeah, yeah, okay. G- Ginga Man or or Ginga Man. I always like the uh, the Zords in that series. How they yes. kind of had two different forms, like a real animal, then like a mechanical form. Yeah, the more. I really like seasons that have like semi sentient uh, yeah. Zords. That's always fun to me when they have to like get along with the Mega Zord. Yes, Wild Force. Mm hmm. This is like the most American episode we've had so far. Yes. Uh, baseball's huge in Japan, man. I don't know if you've ever watched uh Japanese baseball but it's really popular over there. I mean hell we get a lot we uh scout a lot of players from Japan for Would MLB. you say comic books and baseball are the two biggest imports from America to Japan culture wise? Mm. They're pretty big. I don't know if baseball is pr- definitely the biggest sport. Because comic books, comic books is just their manga. Be. Yeah. Yeah. Comic books have to be up there. Up there. I mean, what else of what else other like American things do they consume in such widespread or have such ingrained yeah, in their culture? I don't culture know how, as well? how widespread like TV or movies mm-hmm. uh, are if there's like a certain genre of, of TV or movie that they. I recently found out that uh, a lot of these like hair metal bands and hard rock bands from the 70s and 80s did Japan only content. Because they have yeah. huge audiences over there. So a lot of these albums are lost because they're Japan only. So like, <laughs> there's a big enough market over there for, for bands to sustain themselves on Japan only releases. Uh, the first two Quiet Riot albums that feature Randy Rhodes from Ozzy Osbourne uh, are Japan only releases for whatever fucking reason. So <laughs> those recordings are like, hey, I live in Japan. That's the other place you can get them. Yeah. But we're back to the bulk and skull awesomeness. Oh, put put bulk in the bullpen or the batting cage. Sorry. Yes. Oh, Orbis. Doesn't somebody have a parrot in a later season? Hmm. Somebody has like a parrot, like an angry parrot in a later season, right? Uh, the pirate one. Is it the pirate one? There's a bird in time. Well, that's an owl. An owl yeah, that's an owl. That's a, that's a good. That's a good character. Yeah, that's like there's their uh, alpha. There is there is a parrot in. I swear, I feel like I've. Seen I know one, in Go yeah. there's a parrot. Ah! Come on, Bulk. So is is that the pitching machine 
that sucks you inside of it if you hit it? Oh, I guess we'll Rocky's see. got some lungs. Hope to see you soon, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, why would you? Okay. I didn't think they had to store them. Yeah, I thought they wore them all the time. Yeah. Or that they were like invisible or the communicator turned into them or something. So he doesn't have his on is why they showed that. Yeah. So I, think I guess that's a, uh, yeah. I guess it's good gonna, foreshadowing. I'll give him that. Yeah. <laughs> Never Can't mind use the logistical my problems. If they're in the backpack. Yep. Yeah. Logistical problems aside. There you go. What the fuck? Okay, that was his head on a baseball, right? It was. Okay. That was disturbing. Yeah. Oh, cool. That is a cool-ass monster. What? Yeah. He's definitely not supposed to be a pitching machine, but I see how they pulled that in. It works. He's just like a turret robot. Unmorphed fighting, my favorite. Yes, especially Robert, when it's Adam. This is what got me into martial arts as a kid, is the unmorphed fighting sequences. Same. This and Jackie Chan movies. Mm-hmm. I guess TMNT had a big hand in that as well. Mm, true. <laughs> yeah the the slight pitching machine aesthetic to him the slight ever so slightly if you yeah little dial on the little psi looking dial on his chest it It works if you could see us if we took off our glasses that looks like a pitching machine (laughs) (laughs) i wonder if this is the start of billy being more of a voice and less of a physical character that we see poor fella yeah oh wow that is definitely sentai footage did you see the background of that yeah <laughs> very yeah, japan some, some place in america looks like that okay yeah. they're in japan town angel grove <laughs> I feel like a later season makes a joke about. I know they've made jokes about uh, abandoned warehouse districts before. I wonder if they've made mm. jokes about. Whoa! What is going on? <laughs> Why, when he jumped, did it sound like JDF? <laughs> I don't know why they've said this. Yeah. It's so wild. That was a cool shot. Got. Wow. This is a a long. Are we just throwing a Xeonizer around? (laughs) Cats just on. This is 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 wild. Was this advertising for some theme park somewhere? 
It has to be. This is cool. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was this fight that made Tommy want to become a race car driver. Yes. Yes. Oh, wow. What a one-liner. <laughs> oh. It's like a vacuum. What the fuck? Yep. It's so weird that they call them Zeonizers. Right. Like every other season always just calls them morphers. Gotta love the black rooms. Oh yeah, the uh the dark dimensions. Yes. little weapon footage. Oh, yeah, they don't show uh, Tanya using hers because nunchucks are bad. This might be the laziest of the music. It's just Zio in different tones. Yeah, I think this might be the worst fight music we've had so far. <laughs> Who needs bulk and skull? We go what the fuck? Oh, I didn't. What is going on? Yeah, our reaction to JDF. He seems undersized there from that angle. Yeah, the scale was weird, really weird, especially when the Zero canonically way bigger. Did you see that? They were already on the way. Right through the showers. Okay. Oh, I love the I love the combination of the head folding in. Yes. Yep, what about it is a uh, baseball aesthetic. Yep, nothing. <laughs> yeah, he really is given more like vacuum vibes. You're right. I'll pull up his uh his wiki page here in a bit. Whoa! Whoa. Zeoth, yeah, here we go. Wow, that looks cool as fuck! I don't remember that one. Telekinetic powers. Oh. The super duper fuck off sword. Oh, cool off. Getting your getting smacked. Going back to the miners. All right. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a feel good moment right there. Yeah. Rangers win. Oh, ah, man, the dirty Stone, Stone Canyon. Canyon. We know about that vicious rivalry. That's right. Tony's got to feel a little conflicted. I wonder if people around them ever question what they're talking about. <laughs> Just like, who the hell's King Mondo? Why did we need the Zeo music back there for that pitch? 
Is that Ernie? Yeah, that's Ernie. Uh, yeah, the announcer. Yeah. Not gonna lie, Tanya's pretty fine in this season. Yeah. So we've been talking a lot about Cat, but Tanya can hold her own. Nah, it would be nice good. to see uh, her come back and not just Cat, because absolutely, or even Aisha's actress, either one. Is it her or Aisha that does commercials now? Um, I think it's her. Her? Um, I think Aisha think so. did a commercial as well. Not too maybe long they both, ago. Yeah, maybe they both do. I know one of them works with Kat to run um, the Ranger Stop conventions. Yes. I know I saw one of the yellow rangers, I want to say, not too long ago yeah. on a commercial. And I was like, yeah. oh, there's a yellow ranger. I can't remember if it was Aisha or Tanya. This batter is built like Babe Ruth. <laughs> built, he's built like a 1940s baseball player. Was it the pink ranger from Time Force that was in the Chucky movie? Yes. Yes. She's done quite a bit of of uh tv and movie acting and the red ranger from time force has done a bunch of voice acting i've seen uh the red spd ranger in a couple things too oh yeah yeah him and and red rpm rpm was in um he was in uh, jessica jones on netflix the marvel series hmm It's always nice to see some of our childhood favorites pop up in things like commercials mm-hmm. and TV shows. This ain't her boyfriend, right? I think it is. It is? Again, to say my statement again, she can hold her own. (laughs) You know, as as infrequent as it is that we see couples in Power Rangers, I don't know if I can name another breakup in Power Rangers, except for, uh, you know, Kim sending the letter. Yeah. I don't know if I told you they found a script that was going to actually have um, Kimberly appear in the episode that she broke up with Tommy and show her writing the letter uh, or or show her like saying that she was going to send a letter to them when she got somewhere. Oh, was that a real blooper? So we're getting hit with a ball. I think so. Oh, we got silly faces this time. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of Johnny Youngwash this time. He I don't mind that. Episode. 
but there's the branding. And that concludes this week's watch along of Power Rangers Zio Episode 6, Rangers in the Outfield. So a little bit of episode info. Uh, director Robert Radler, who also de- did episodes of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Soldiers of Fortune, Inc., and The Substitute 3, winner takes all cinematographer Ian Rosenberg, who did a plethora of Power Rangers content. Writers Brett Bourne, who worked on series such as Phil of the Future, Hannah Montana, and most recently, Dave. So let's transition to the discussion portion of our notes. Cameron, this was a doozy of an episode. We expected a little bit more of a baseball theme that was not delivered. That was given up about halfway through. Uh, The pitching machine monster, the whole setup. What are your thoughts on this week's episode? I really enjoyed it. I was a little surprised because usually the the storyline doesn't tie in as much as it did. Um, It was a little bit been a little bit better. At, at that, I think so far than I was expecting, but I really liked it. Um, the monster was like definitely not a an actual uh, baseball pitcher. Like that was definitely not a pitching machine. The Japanese footage was definitely um, almost every season of either Sentai or Common Rider. It's not always every, not always both of them, but one or both will almost every year do a theme park episode where they go. Mm. There are one or two different theme parks in Japan that they tend to shoot at. Um, And they they shut down the whole park for like a week and they do production there. And it's like a tradition. It's just like it's kind of like a beach episode in an anime or uh, a holiday episode in any other TV show. Right. Like it's just a thing that they do. And the cast gets, you know, like free access to the park for a week while they're shooting. So it's kind of a fun thing that the production always does. That's definitely what this episode was on the O-Ranger side, like undoubtable. Uh, it was just it just made it so bonkers like the, the go-kart I, I sequence it, was absurd uh followed by a chase in paddle boats while they in throw like, a zeonizer at each other yeah in in like little mini tugboat paddle boat things mm-hmm. uh they just they remind me of uh in in south missouri in the ozarks they're uh there's these uh um they're the duck boats they made mm. like national news a few years ago because one like horribly sank and uh, not it's i'm not sure if people were hurt or killed or what but it was <laughs> this huge huge thing so every time i see like theme park boat rides i'm like oh oh no <laughs> this can end so badly and uh no it worked out perfectly fine for everybody involved here and it was yeah it was all right a lot of cogs so much cog footage this episode i really like that yes i think of uh all the episodes we've done this far, this has been the most reliant on Sentai footage mm-hmm. for damn sure. And uh, we see the breakup. One would one would say uh, they met in a library. What was that? I think they were already dating when we see them or, okay. or he was already courting her vice versa. One of the two. Uh, and yeah, they got together uh, because of the homework scandal, he was cheating on or trying to cheat on his homework. And that was the whole thing. And then did we see him an episode later? So, maybe so, or mentioned or something like that because there's another love interest or something. I know and then, he's only supposed to appear like one in like three episodes. Yes. So yes. So he might only pop up one more time. Um, if he only pops up one more time, that's going to mean that she was mad at him in every appearance. Uh, <laughs> at either at the beginning or the end of the episode, she was pissed off at this guy. So he's not he does not have a great track record so far. Uh, Tanya got boy problems. (laughs) Yes, 
I just pulled up the wiki for uh, the people pitcher, which is the the name of this monster. I don't think they ever Ooh, say that. Oh, that's a shitty yep. name. Not as cool as the uh, uh, what is it? The uh, landfill monster that we saw. Yes. Yes. Uh, or uh, st- uh, star Starro or star star eye yes. or whatever the starfish guy. Uh, and then so his his O Ranger name is uh let's see bara vacuum (laughs) i said vacuum that's why he sucks people in yeah literally a vacuum monster the gun like the cannon arm is just a cannon arm it's not tied to the theme at all it is it is just a vacuum that's why like i we said that the head kind of looked like a vacuum cleaner and that's that's what it is so like the weird theming they made it work kind of a little bit i think the music for this episode lacking like we mentioned during the the uh watch along there it's just kind of some music and then just zeo repeated over and over again where in previous episodes we got more proper music for the fight sequences and i think why when this episode relied more on sentai footage you lose that connection and the story driven uh you lose the motivation and the plot there because it's just fighting after fighting after fighting and once rocky gets sucked into this vacuum pitching machine whatever you want to call it uh and like we mentioned the uh the logistic problems were shoved in our face pretty quickly there it took them throwing the morpher again the way that they had to think to match the sentai footage it took them taking the morpher and throwing it around this amusement park that came out of nowhere to get it all the way to the red ranger so jdf could then get sucked in to the monster so he could then give the morpher to rocky so he could morph so that they could then have a chance to break out is just absurd because they had to take the longest way possible to get that fucking morpher to rocky oh my and when you realize that the entire chase sequence was to get that morpher to Rocky, that's why they put the whole Sentai footage in there in the first place. Like, what the fuck? It's, it's such a it, they, it's like you're painting yourself in a corner, right? Like yes. they have to match the Sentai footage and they have to use as much Sentai footage as they can or they're not going to have enough episodes. It's so padded. Like, yeah. It's and, and it's like, oh, like, well, no wonder none of this makes any sense. They had bonkers Sentai footage. And in the Sentai, you know, the Xeonizers don't magically appear and they transform. It's a device that was built and they have. Mm -hmm. Whereas every episode of five previous episodes, they just twist their wrists and they're there. We don't see them carrying them around. They don't put them in their backpacks. They never take them off. They don't need to because they don't wear them. We even see them fucking morph in a library. It's like they give up halfway through this episode on the plot and they just rely on Sentai footage the rest of the way to move what could have happened in five minutes takes the rest of the fucking episode. It's absurd. And we only see Billy at the end in the baseball uh, stadium. We don't really see him around. And and I know that that's going to become a gradual thing of him appearing on set less and less often. And I get that. And that's the way for any character that's getting phased out. Uh, It'll be the same with Bulk and Skull next season in Turbo. They'll gradually start having them be invisible for, you know, two or three weeks or turn into chimps for three or four weeks and stuff like that. So I, I understand that's the way that it works, but it just, especially with the 30th anniversary getting announced and 
uh, uh, David Yost and uh, Steve Cardenas and Walter Jones uh, and um, uh, and Catherine Sutherland are coming back. All of that just makes it, I don't know, almost that much more like painful to watch this season a little bit of like, <laughs> like he's finally, you know, A, comfortable with coming back and B, being invited because I, I don't know whether or not in previous seasons for crossovers or uh, anniversaries if they've invited him back or not. But I know that it was a as long as Saban had an involvement, he probably was not going to be be uh, comfortable one way or the other coming back. So I'm I'm happy he's coming back, but it just makes looking it makes watching his kind of departure in this season that much harder. Absolutely. So I think we've touched on most of the things that we normally talk about already. Uh, we haven't seen Rito. We haven't seen. No, has it been Goldart. two episodes? It's been two up, ep- two and two, a half episodes. Two and a half, yeah. We only Since- barely saw them three episodes ago. Yeah. So they're still just chilling at the house. Uh, we saw Ernie a little bit in this episode. Like we said uh, during the commentary, he is the guy doing like the baseball. Yeah, he's the announcer. The announcer stuff. Yeah. It's just an odd episode, like we said, because they're adapting Sentai footage to match things. So it's, yeah, it feels more filler than anything. But at the same time, we get a really cool setup. And then an awesome Zord battle with uh, the inclusion of a new helmet. So it looks like we saw Zeo Ranger. Z- what I say there? <laughs> Zeo Ranger Blue's helmet go on the Zord, which allowed for what Cam called a telekinesis sort of power. Yeah, like they like levitated. They're like a blue energy beam came out of the helmet. It levitated the monster up in the air and like smashed him down a couple times. Yes, it was super cool. And then it quickly switches back to the red helmet. And then we see. The Zord just smack the shit out of this vacuum monster, and then it's over. And it's quickly wrapped up with, of course, Tanya doing the whole angry thing with her boyfriend and kind of holding her own there with the baseball game. So, yeah, we get some footage of a baseball game, but it's it's nothing, anything special and nothing standout. Again, it's just all to match yeah. the absurd name Rangers in the outfield uh cam is this going to be a memorable episode for you man you know i thought it was going to be because it's a baseball episode and and like baseball is like the only sport that i really follow so i i was really hoping that it was a little more standoutish i think if the monster was actually a baseball themed monster and that the the sentai footage was of baseball yeah that would pull it way more for me uh i think that would have saved it if we had seen like the cogs in baseball uniforms, like, oh, instant sell. Yes. Like, no matter, it could have been a horrible episode. We get to see the cogs or one of the villains in a in a makeshift baseball uniform for a, for a shot. I love that stuff. That would in the Zord battle, hilarious. why didn't we get a ball thrown up in the air and then hit at the Zord? Yes, side? smack it with a sword and, yeah. like, make, uh, think little things like that. Tommy saying, boy, that's a home run. Like, that would have been awesome. Of course, we did yeah. get that. We're going to send you back to the minors. Easily the best one-liner yes. of the fucking episode. Yeah, that Cam was the, that. the best, uh, <laughs> like, just final kill shot uh one liner. Yes. Uh the like the one liners that that uh people pitcher was spouting out were were just like the most like easy to hit baseball puns and stuff. Yeah. Um I mean we got a, he made a comment about like here's your pit stop to Tommy when he was riding <laughs> on the like, that was a better one liner than his baseball puns. Like yeah. It, yeah. it would have been I know obviously they don't plan this far ahead and they didn't know what the next season was going to be at this point, I'm sure. I don't think Car Ranger was really going that far yet, so there's a good chance that they didn't know what Turbo was going to be. But 
if it it would be fun if Tommy getting go karts type situations was a more recurring thing. You're seeing as right. <laughs> that's inevitably where it goes, like you know, he exits in turbo to go be a either a race car driver or a mechanic or something. Yeah, he's got to go fast, man. If he ain't first, you're last. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I think we are ready to rate this week's episode. I'm gonna find my okay. So Cam, where are you gonna rate this, especially with vacuum man and the baseball mm, theme? I think. I, I mean, it's a. I think it's a two. Okay. Uh, for me, it doesn't quite hit dead middle, even with the baseball theming. Um, like the monster, be- vacuum monsters are not uncommon in Sentai and Rangers, and that's such a fun gag to lean in on. Yeah. And to kind of sacrifice that for a baseball theme for really no reason, um, and knowing almost certainly we will never see this baseball team again, uh, it'll never be addressed. Like Tanya is the, you know, the, the clinch pitcher for yeah. Angel Grove's Tigers. It, <laughs> I, that just knocks it down to a two because it like it, it lines up so many things that I'm like, oh, damn, this would be fun. Like this is fun world building. These are cool things. But I know we're never going to see him again. I'm yeah. surprised we saw the boyfriend this episode and she dumped his ass. So yep. <laughs> he was acting like an asshole. And I'm going to agree with he you was. in your rating, of course, he a was. two out of five for this week's episode. Uh, it's definitely not super standout-ish, but like you said, we, we see awesome character progression here. What little there was, again, it was mostly reliant on the other footage. Uh, we saw a lot of Johnny Young Bausch in this, which is always good. And then, of course, you mentioned that he's primarily the blooper reel in this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, props to him. Yeah, a fellow Kansas old- City native, for those who oh, don't know. Yeah. know that. That's pretty yep. cool. Yep. He grew up here for a little while. Or in the metro. But, you know, we take what we can get. well that is a two out of five for rangers in the outfield episode six of power rangers zeo that was a decent one could have been better but we will look to the future for more would you question for you so i was doing a little bit of research Mm -hmm. here prior to the show of course and uh zeo quest is that episodes of mighty morphin and zeo put together um i think it's just the last few episodes of Mighty Morphin season two, two three shows two? the uh, Mighty Morphin Rangers losing their powers and then having to rely yeah. on the Zeo crystals, right? Yeah, because that's that's after Alien Rangers, right? That's like yes. the yeah. So I it think was a special tape. I remember that when I was a kid, and then I yeah. looked it up, and it it showed a little bit of that. I think the end of the of the tape because I think I may have had that VHS ah. is the first two episodes, the two parter of Zeo. Ah, makes sense. And like the last, because I think it's like four episodes. So I think it's like the last two episodes of Mighty Morphin and the first two episodes of Zeo. It would be interesting to go back and watch the finale of the last season at some point. Yeah, watch it. See if it makes anything make sense. Yeah. Maybe that might be a bonus, guys. Uh, Stay tuned for something like that. That'd be super duper cool. Uh, I'd love to be able to get a green screen set up so we could actually uh, do it live from the, what do you call it? The realm, the dimension, the oh, the yeah, the the, the dark dimension, <laughs> the dark dimension. Yes, <laughs> watching a long live from the dark dimension. Just That's what, what we, we all call our recording rooms. <laughs> Would that be cool to be stuck in forever space with the <laughs> cog people? But anyway, anyway, this was a fun episode to record, and it was a decent episode to watch. But this has been the Pod Boss T.J. Bowser saying, "See you on an, the next episode." Hopefully a better one. This has been Cam. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Hopefully it's a soccer-themed one. (laughs) Football (laughs) for the uh, Don Under folk. Oh, yeah. Yeah.